Okay, we're in the middle of a piece, we're in the middle of Sikhs around Hay. We're on uh, page out over here. And we were discussing last week, the beginning, we were getting into the sugi of Yerusha Onish. Rabbi Nachman says that the Iker, the Iker of Voda is Yerusha Onish. Fear of sin, fear of punishment, really, fear of punishment, Yerusha Onish. So on page out, let's run, let's run through it, we'll discuss a little bit of the Yisodos that we said, and then we'll move on. Vomar. It's praiseworthy those who don't know any of this form of the Mechkarim, the philosophers. He goes with simplicity, heartedness. Menachem praises the, maha, the madrig of Yiras Ha'onish to fear the punishment if one sins. Right? We discussed this last week. The main way in Avodas Hashem, it has to start with your Sonish. Right? right? With little kids. You run in the street, I'm going to pat you. Right? You, have to, you have to scare people. Without Yerus Onish, it's impossible to truly start Avodas Hashem. Even the Tzadikim need this level of Yerus. Those who serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu out of pure Ahava, Avon Avinu, Right, the beginning of that uh, mahalach, that's a very high madrega. It's not pashit. There are very few people who really truly serve him out of a hava. Very often, parenthetically, we're not going to get into it, but really they're not serving out of a kodesh havas Hashem. It's really a havas atzmas. It's their own selfishness. Okay, but we're not going to get into that now. The ikuhu yirasonish. Rabbi Nachman says again, the main the main way is yirasonish. Ki yira ilah, because the higher level yira, the sugi of yiras Hashem is a big sugya, and there's many levels, there's many types of yira. The higher level of yira, which is called yiras haromamus, right, the fear of God's romus, his awesomeness, his greatness, his grandeur, as the Zohar Kadr says, which is the yira ilah, the supernal, the upper yira, begin to rav v'shalit. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the ruler of the world, not because he could punish you, but because he's mamish the king, the real king, there's a sense of awe. If a person could get to that madrega, because Hakadosh Baruch is everywhere, Malakalaras kavod, kavod, and Indian kavod, honor is honoring of the king. So to feel God's presence in every place, and to be in awe of His presence, and memela to serve Him, again, not out of a fear that He's going to punish you, but out of this awe which is an Indian of Yira, he says, which is Yira Saromimus, lav kol adam zochel zosa Yira. Not every person is zochel to such a Yira. That's a high madrega. Again, so where's our Avodah Hashem going to start? What's going to propel our Avodah Hashem? When a person's tired and doesn't want to get up to go daven, when a person sees something that's, that's usser, or, or there's a Shiloh, should he, you know, cut corners at business, what's, gonna, what's going to hold him? Ahavas Hashem, you love a Kaddish Baruch more than the money? Maybe. It's very few people. You're a Saromus because you feel God's, you're in the room with God's presence and you're in awe of Him and, and you know that He's He's there. That's going to stop you? That's also, it's a high level. He says, Most people need to work in the Sugi of Yerusha'onish. Fear of punishment. That's the beginning of the person's avodah, and that's what something people have. We have to work on in a very strong way. Now, 
Last week, we spent a lot of time trying to explain what do you mean, Yiris Onesh? Everybody says Yiris Onesh is, is for like the low-level people. Really, we're supposed to be holding at the higher levels of Yir. Yiris Onesh, that's, uh, that's for children and for, you know, for low-level Ovde Hashem, but we're, we're higher than that. But Rabbi Nachman seems to be saying the opposite. He's praising Yiris Onesh. He's saying you have to have it. Even Sadiqim need that Madrega. So we explained last week, if you remember, we, we, we tinkered a little bit with what does it mean, Yerusha Onish? And this is really a lot of it's based on Bilvavi, happens to be. <clears throat> and we said like this, basically, if a person fears the punishment, a person thinks if he sins and he goes against God, he doesn't do mitzvahs, there and he's going to have a money loss, he's going to have afflictions, something's going to happen to his family, somebody's going to drop a bomb, whatever it is. And the Mimele, he's scared. He's, he doesn't want to lose money. He doesn't want to get sick. He doesn't want someone to get hurt. He doesn't want to, any bad things to happen to him, painful, anything like that. If you fear the pain, then you've totally missed the boat of what Yerosonish is. That's what we, quote-unquote, disgrace. That's not a madriga. To fear some little guy from South Korea, because, North Korea? North Korea, you see, I don't watch the news. To fear some little guy from North Korea or some crazy maniac from Russia, you're scared what he's going to do. That's not Yer Sa'onish. That's, that's Stan, it's called Yer Nefula. It's a fall in Yer. Yer Sa'onish means, how did we define it last week? Do you remember? Yer Sa'onish is fear of God because a Kodesh Baruch could punish you. But don't fear the messengers. Right? The little guy from North Korea is a messenger of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. The money, the stock market is a messenger of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's a messenger. So do you fear the messenger or do you fear a Kodesh Baruch Hu? And we explained last week, what is going through your head when unfortunately something bad happens? There is a din in Cheshben in this world, right? We like to speak, we like to try to you know, no, uh, it's, it's only ahavo, there's only good things. We try, but it's not true. There's, there are, a Kodesh Baruch Hu needs to punish us. He does. We're not saying that we all deserve it and we're this fire and brimstone. But a Kodesh Baruch Hu needs to realign you. And listen, if your back is off, you need the chiropractor to crack your back in place. It hurts. But you don't want to walk crooked your whole life, right? So he's got to crack your back. It hurts. But it's realigning us. But we don't want that. We'd rather just have a straight back. Why would we want the crooked back to have the pain to then be realigned. Let's just not be, you know, misaligned. What's the word? Yeah? Misaligned, thank you. I don't know English anymore. Or Hebrew or Yiddish. I don't know anything. I'm just like a mixture of nothing. Akhlaponim. So the Yerusha Onish Be'emes is to fear HaKadosh Baruch And when you fear HaKadosh Baruch that's a high match. That's Kavaldik. Rabbi Nachman says, fear the Boreolim. Really have him in your mind. Even though the fear is because he might pain you, and it's not from this awe of his presence, that's okay. That's, that's Taka Haimadrig. And then we said last week at the end, that could even bring you to Ahava's Hashem. Because what's the connection between Ahava and Yira? The Svarma Kedoshim say, if you have Yira's Hashem, you'll automatically have Ahava's Hashem. We ask, what are you talking about? How's that possible? Yira is the left side, Ahava is the right side, Yira is fear, run away, and Ahava is run close. They're complete opposites. How could Yira bring you automatically to Ahava? So what did we say last week? Well, if, you, if, you, if it's Yiris Hashem and it's Ahavas Hashem, so now we have a common denominator. If you really fear a Baruch Hu, a Baruch Hu, not fear pain and affliction, 
you're fearing the Bari Olam. You're connecting to a Kaddish Baruch He's on your mind. Might be in a little bit of a depressing, you know, scary way. But if he's on your mind and you really believe there's a Bari Olam, then that could turn into an Ahavah automatically. Because if, I, if I'm fearing the Kaddish Baruch why can't I, why can't I also love him? Why can't, if he's the one that I'm fearing that he's going to pain me, isn't he also the one who gives me stuff? Right? Most people don't go there. But we can. Right? People don't connect the fear of punishment to a Kaddish Baruch They just think of punishment. They don't think of God's punishment. Then you never connect it to also a Kaddish Baruch does good things. Kishem Shem Mavarach HaLatov, Mavarach HaHarat. It's a Mishnah in Masechus Brachos. Kishem Shem Mavarach HaHarat, Mavarach HaHarat. Mavarach HaHarat. Mavarach HaHarat. Mavarach HaHarat. Just like you, you, you're blessed a Kaddish Baruch for the good, blessed for the bad. Meaning, it's the same a Kaddish Baruch who's doing both. So if we have God, if we're really God conscious, people think they are, but they're really not. If we really become Ribbonu Shalom conscious, for real, then Madrigas can come. Yeres Hashem, for real, Ahavas Hashem. Okay, let's continue, yeah? That was, that was just uh, from last week. Okay. So we're in the middle of the page over here. Umi Shalom. So I'll go back to my notes here. Umi Shalom and Chas Shalom B'Sifrei Mechkar. I'm going to read a little fast because it's late. Very late, wow. Umi Shalom and Chas Shalom B'Sifrei Mechkar and Vahafilosifim. And Chas Shalom people who read from the philosophers. Nichnas Belibos Sveikas Akfiris. You're going to, it's going to enter into your heart. Doubts, denials of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kikol Adam no let him rishis because people, human beings are born with a certain rishis. Do you have the page? you have it? It's on, it's on page down in the middle. Because people are born with rishis. What does the Pasuk say? Rishis? He doesn't have it right here, but the Pasuk says, Ki yetzer lev ha'adam ra minurov. Man's heart is created with uh, rishis, with bed. Little kids are wild. The teva of a person to run after rishes doesn't mean we're killing people. What does it mean? People like to run after tivus, the nevish Bahamas. doesn't mean mamish rishes like, uh, you know, you're stealing and robbing little old ladies. Tivus. It's only because of this quote-unquote simple level of yurusa'onesh the fear of punishment, but again, it's, it's the fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who punishes, right? That's why we have to change the wording. Yerusha Onesh gives it a bad rap. But when you say the words Yerusha Onesh, you think fear of punishment. So you just fear the pain. That's where people make a mistake. No, it's fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's Yerusha Hashem that He will punish. It's a very subtle, simple change, but it can change the whole way we think. Don't forget to put HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the picture. Very easily we forget. Very easily. Rak Machmas Yerusha is only through the fear of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, who punishes, who shover tavas of a nichnas b'darke Hashem. Does a person break his tavas and enter into, into the derech Hashem, the ways of God, avodas Hashem? Aval kashalomid bosan asvarim shal chakiras, chas Hashem, but when a person learns these swarm of chakiras, as I motzi la'atzma sveika sukfiras, it's going to bring a person to doubts, denials, shahim siyu alavishas elu, which support and add to his rishas that he already has previously. Sheesh b'bativo, like he has from his teva. You know, I'm sure you've heard every, you know, there's always going to be in, in certain classes or shiurim or places, you'll either have kids, high school kids or adults. 
They'll ask like this bomb question. You, you ever hear this? How could, if God is so good, how could he make a Holocaust? You've probably heard this question before, right? This, this, this amazing question this, that this little philosopher has. This 18-year-old philosopher or this 65-year-old philosopher. You have these people who will ask the question in the back. Like, like Rebbe will be talking about like Simcha or something or we're talking about Tefillin. And somebody will raise their hand and be like, Rebbe, I don't understand. I hear everything you're saying, but, but if God is so good, how could there be a Holocaust? Right? You've heard this before. Where is this? Rabbi, let me, ask you, let me ask you a very serious question. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But can God create a rock that he can't pick up? Is it possible? Are you talking? Like they ask these, crazy, these questions. You know where the questions come from? They come from philosophy. This person is really bothered by this, uh, this question. He's, he's in a state of quagmire. If I could throw out a fancy word, right? No, it's because he's Taivas. You know why the high school kid's asking the question? He doesn't want to put his tefillin on that day. He doesn't want to get up and go to shul. So he asks, if God is so good, how could there be a holocaust? I.e., I don't really want to go shul today, so I'm going to ask this question that will potter me up from going to davening today until you give me a good enough, satisfactory answer. Or the guy at work says, you know, he's thinking, you know, I can cut corners here a little bit. I can make a few extra bucks. You know, if I just, you know, I, I, I flub the numbers a little bit. Listen. Is God really good? He, he made a holocaust, right? Dying, meaning, i.e., I'm going to flub the numbers and eh, whatever. Whatever, God, you know. He made a holocaust, so I could do this. It's because of a person's tithes. That's what causes his questions. Not because a person is really sitting and thinking deeply about these, you know, and they're really bothering him. It's because they push up tithes. Because the, the heart of a person has typhus, that's it. Simply his desires, he has wants. And therefore to rationalize, he creates these, these, these weird questions in order to get what he wants. That's all it is. To what Nachman's saying. And that's what he says. Rak Nachman's Yersa Onish. It's only through Yersa Onish can you actually, <coughs> you'll break your typhus and you enter into Derech Hashem. People stay away from the Derech Hashem. They don't go to davening in the morning. Why? Because God made a holocaust. So they're not going to go. Da- they're not going to go to Shachar in the morning, right? They're not going to enter into the dark day of Avodah Hashem because of these philosophical questions that they have. What really is good? Can you define good? Whose perspective is good? I mean, you understand this. This, 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 this is philosophy. This sounds very exciting. Therefore, you'll never find an ish kosher. How did we define last week in Ish Kosher? Do you remember? Rabbi Nachman says, I am jealous of an Ish Kosher. Remember that? He said that an Ish Kosher walks around, he looks human, he smells human, he eats like a human, but he's mamish, bechlal, not the same Indian. Right? We quoted this last week. What was the definition of an Ish Kosher? What is Rabbi Nachman's Ish Kosher? Remember? No, that wasn't what it was. I mean, probably also. Yeah. He has a deep rotsen to serve a Kaddish Baruch. A real be'emes rotsen with kisufim to serve a Kaddish Baruch. That's, that's what's on his mind. That's on his heart all the time. He, he has a rotsen to serve Hashem. So on the outside, he looks regular, he looks normal. But on the inside, he's, he's constantly, constantly churning to serve a Kaddish Baruch in a real way. On his slavist, but he's on fire on the inside. So to become an Ish Kasher, it's not going to come from these philosophical questions. It's not going to happen. 
a Yari Hashem. Because, because of your question, how can, how can God create a Holocaust? That's going to make you fear Him. It's going to make you run away from Him. You're not going to want to serve Him. It's true. In some of the philosophical works, they do discuss good midos. To be a good person, there is, there is that mixed in. It's all hevel, it's all vanity. The losses that you will incur from learning this farm much they outweigh the potential pluses and gains that you can get. It's not good. The mevalbal person. Again, we, we have a lot of taivas. If you have if you're a person who has not yet worked out his taivas fully, and you enter into a place that has these questions. It can, right? The, the type is like a trigger. If these questions get inside of you, they can really mess you up. Because they might add to your typhus. And then typhus add to the questions. And then the questions add to the typhus. And then you get all confused. And then I'm not going to shakras in the morning because what really is good after all? Yesterday I did daven for a million dollars and I didn't get it. So maybe God isn't good. They're a valuable person. To learn the books of the philosophers. So, and each kosher. According to the New York State Educational Department. No, but they're tzaddikim. They're they're the real, they're they're higher than we understand. I'll go upon him. So, the each kosher, how we started this, this, uh, this, I don't know what you call this. Sikha, hey. We're talking about Inish Kasha last week. So he has this real true Ratzon to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And these questions that the philosophers ask, they're going to cool him off. And he's going to, his, right, we discussed, a person has, has to choose in life. You have a Ratzon. Where's your Ratzon going? Is it going towards the Taivas of life? Or is it going towards serving Kaddish Baruch Hu? Right, you have to choose. Where's your Ratzon? course, there's madrigas, and you could be a little bit of both, but where is it primarily? So the ish kasher, his rotsan is towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu. But with the questions, with the doubts, with the questions on the questions and the fanciness, if an, if an ish kasher is not strong enough, his rotsan to serve the Kaddish Baruch Hu could slowly move to Tivus. But now, there's a question. Because we're saying over here, the philosophical works that have all these questions, and they're probe, they're probings, it's a big problem. The questions can mess us up. The questions, the confusions, the doubts can really mess us up, which is, we understand. But yet, on the other hand, we know that it's important to ask questions. Mishnah Perkyava says, Valoha Baishan Lomid. Right? A person who's embarrassed to ask is not going to learn. So therefore, we see it's very important to ask questions. We know that. We always, you always, uh, we always, all the teachers say, what do they ever say? I forgot what they say. <laughs> I had it about a second ago. Like the only bad question is the one not asked. Right? That's what they say. It came back down. I lost it and it came back. Right? The only bad question is the one not asked. So we ask, well, I don't understand. So it's a stira. If we ask questions, we might come into confusion, to doubts, and lose our vote as Hashem, throw our root sonus into like, you know, hamburgers and 
you know, wherever else we put our Ritzonos. Go all the way, cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Go all the way to cheeseburgers. But on the other hand, we have to ask questions. We want to learn, we want to grow. So what, how do we do this? No? You guys are scared to ask questions now, or do you want to ask questions now? Are you scared to ask questions? We have a stira. It seems to be a contradiction. On one hand, Rabbi Nachman is saying, you cannot learn these svarim, these books of philosophy, because they ask a lot of questions that can confuse us, bring us to doubts, which can throw off your vote as Hashem and take you to a, the Sheol Tachtis. So what's the question you want to answer? But on the other hand, we're supposed to ask questions. How yeah, else do I you know, learn? So what, what's the... What is your question that you're throwing out? I guess this, it's your intention. This, this is the question. That it's based on your intention. Oh. Is your intention to get out of davening? Or is your intention to get closer so, to Hashem? very simple. It all what's depends on the reason. What's, what's the time behind your questions? What's you the reason you have questions? To do it. You only need one reason to do it, which is a vote of Hashem. So this is what that's we have to... The, that's the bottom line. There's 40 reasons. I, it, it's cold. I don't want to go out. It's... Uh, uh, for today, 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 I don't want to hear the. Uh, there's 40 reasons I don't have to. There's only one that you have to do. Hashem. That's the beginning and the end. That's, that's, that comes from a, a place of Europe. So listen to this. The word mechkar, the sefer of which means what? To be chokers, to probe, to analyze. It comes from what's the root? Chakira, ches, kuf, resh. To be chokers. Can you imagine that word? Can you look at that word in your... Can you look at that letters? Ches. Kufresh. What do you see in those letters? You know, I like to play with letters. What do you see in that word? To wait. No. Kuf. Resh. Ches. Korach. Who is Korach? He asked a lot of questions on Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? Moshe. What? No. Look at the Zev. Yeah. It's a kuf. It's a ches. It's a resh. So, ches, kuf, resh is, uh, has to do with like working the land, no? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll go upon him. What did Korach do? He had questions. He had big questions. Moshe, if you need one string of techelis. What happens if I had an entire baggage of techelis? You probably don't need any strings of techelis, right? Moshe says, no, you need the strings. So Karach made fun of him. Moshe Benu, you, you, a whole room filled with svarim needs a mezuzah on the door. So what was he using those questions to publicly embarrass and disgrace and make fun of Moshe and to ridicule Moshe Benu? So what was the reason behind his questions? Because his gaiva and his kinah, he was upset at Moshe Benu. So he was using the questions to destroy Moshe Benu. Taivas. But let's say, let's say that we're more simple. We're not looking to destroy anybody. Philosophical, how do you define a philosophical question? How would you define it? I'm not really going to actually ask you. Just ask Google, because Google tells you everything, right? So I'll tell you the first thing that came up, because I want to know how they define it. Ready? Philosophical questions are those posed to help gain an understanding of the universe and existence of humankind. Okay, sounds okay. The answers to these fundamental questions are largely based on speculation, meaning there are no universal truths. Now, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? There lies a big problem. Their questions are being asked already knowing that there's no universal truth. It's basically based on what you feel. 
That's a problem. We're born with typhus. There's a lot of rishis inside. Right? We know a lot of these philosophers, I mean, what I was taught could be, I, I don't know, but I think the Greek philosophers, a lot of them were not doing such appropriate things with each other. A lot of issues going on. A lot of confusions, males and females. They, they, they didn't understand, right, who was who. Came from these, these questions. Yeah? The Mishnah says, listen to this Mishnah. The Mishnah says, right, before it says, You know what the Mishnah says? Huaya Omer Rabban Gamliel says, Ein bor yarechet. Ein bor yarechet. A boar is, uh, I don't know, a boar. That's probably the English word for it, actually. He's not a yarechet. A simple person, very, not simple. There's a better word for it. Yeah. An ignoramus, they might translate as. An ignoramus, not a yarechet. Velo ama aretz chasid, and an ama aretz who doesn't know anything can't be a chasid. Velo abayshin lamad. And an embarrassed person is not going to learn, right? He's not going to ask questions. So you see from this Mishnah that to be able to ask questions... To be at the madrega that you should be, don't be embarrassed. Ask questions. You first have to have yira. You have to fear Kaddish Baruch. There is a universal truth. There's a boreol. If you have emuna as your yisod, if you believe in a god, then you can ask the questions that you need to ask. Right? Look at this is what Rabbi Nachman says in Torah. Pezain. I think maybe we quoted it last week. Listen to these words. V'yaduhu, says Rabbi Nachman. It's known. Ki i'efshe lovo le'emuna. Listen to these very strong words. Now Rabbi Nachman, his main mitzvah was emuna. Yes? I mean, it should be all of our main mitzvahs, but he spoke about it a lot. It's impossible to come to emuna. Rak al yedei. How is you come to emuna? Through a red bendel. Through uh, some segula. How do you get to Amuna? Yerusha Onish. Yerusha Onish. To fear, remember? To fear our Kaddish Baruch who punishes. Ki machmashu yoreme Onish. If you truly fear how Kaddish Baruch is somebody <coughs> as he has it in Vichaj when he does punish you, if you really believe that, well then, Mamin Shashamiz Baruch Takif. That means you must believe that a Kaddish Baruch is powerful. If you believe that he could punish you, then you must believe he's powerful. Ubal and he has his, he has all abilities. Ubal koches kulam, he has all the abilities. Yerusha onish is predicated on a, on certain amunas. Umizebalamuna yoser gedola, that's going to help expand your amuna and grow your amuna. So really, a person can't even have a yerusha onish until he has a little bit of amuna, right? There's a god. Then a person comes to a higher, a little bit of a higher level, and that Bari Olam has rules, and there is a Torah, and there are mitzvahs, and he loves us, and he wants us to grow, because we're his children, like parents to any child. But if a kid doesn't study for the test, and he gets a 20, he didn't do any work, well, it could be that uh, he doesn't get his Game Boy, you know, or whatever they hold nowadays. He doesn't get it for a, for a day. It's possible. There's an Onish, there's a Din, there's a Cheshvan, there's a Din, there's a Dayan. So you believe... In a Kaddish Baruch, there is a God. And then you believe that it's possible that He can punish if you're misaligned. And your belief that He can punish increases your Amunah because now you don't only just believe in there's a Metzias, 
There's a reality called God, but he also has a lot of koach. He also can run the world, right? He also can do whatever he wants. That adds to a person's amun. So you see how your sonish adds to a person's amun. Right? <coughs> Therefore, first, you have to be a yarechet, you have to have some level of yira, and then you can ask questions. So if you're going to just ask questions from a place you don't have any yira, you don't have any amuna, you're trying to dest- break your amuna, there's no universal truths, then you're in big trouble. But if you're a person who has amuna, you do believe in God, and you want to understand more, and you do have a yira sonish, now you could be assured that you could ask questions, and it, you're not going to become confused. The person who has a real yira sonish, right, he does, he might ask the question about the Holocaust, he might, but it's going to be in a totally different way. Because really, he's, he wants to know, maybe this might happen again to us, because there is a Rebona Shalom, and he really did cause that. Not because he's bad. God is good. But he has to realign people, and peoples, and nations. And we don't want that to happen to us. That's scary. How can we serve him better so that doesn't happen? So it adds to a person's it doesn't neutralize him and make him fall, right? Like the person who doesn't have emuna in here. Yeah? Make sense? The Omar and Rabbi Nachman said, right in the Sefer, Ashreinu shemosh Rabbeinu lovashalom bachar lanu chelek tov mo'od. Praiseworthy uh, are we that we have Moshe Rabbeinu. It's funny that he says it like this. That Moshe Rabbeinu, he has a good portion, he gave us the Torah, and he's, it's almost like he thinks, I don't know how to say it, but Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the words from himself, but he didn't, because of course, the Kaddish Baruch who wrote these words, told Moshe Rabbeinu to write these words. That's how the Torah starts. There's no questions, there's no probes. God created the heavens and he created the earth. There is a God and he created the world. Let me talk about it. It's a very simple statement, a fact. And we're commanded to, to have a moon and a Kaddish Baruch Very simple. There's no Chakiris. There is a Boreolam. Emuna. Emuna Pshuta. There is a Boreolam. Ah, but I have a question. Let's be very clear. Questions are coming from Das. A knowledge, intellect. Amuna is higher than that. You have a lot of questions. Okay, we'll get to your questions, but do you believe there's a God? Rabbi, Rabbi, one second, one second. Stop with your Amuna stuff. Can I ask you a question? Rabbi says, no. Before you ask your question, do you believe Barajah's Barla came from Vesaretz? Let's get that first, because if you don't have that, you're so down, then these questions could take you to some crazy places. You're not asking a question based on proper footing. It's like the kid doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have one plus one is two, and he starts asking questions. I don't understand. Three plus two is five? What are you talking? It doesn't make sense. So you say, kid, you don't have a, you're, you're making mistakes because you don't have one plus one is two. If you have one plus one is two, then you would know three plus two is five. But if you think one plus one is three, well, then three plus two can't be five. Three plus two is six or seven or something. So you can't ask the questions. You can't start using your intellect, your das, until you're a mammon. So Moshe Ben opens up the Torah. First move, there's a God. Let's work from there. Let's work from there. Nothing fancy. Let's just, we'll finish up this line and then we'll pause it here. 
V'yavshik b'zohar kadosh u'magani yirsa onesh. Ah, but you're, the, even the zohar kadosh, in a certain way, is magani, like disgraces the level of yirsa onesh at such a low level. And Rabbi Nachman is praising that level. You need yirsa onesh. Kivar mivor alzeh terutzim b'sifrei musar. There are answers for this in the sifrei musar, like the Rishas Chachma. Ki be'emes ikar vodas Hashem yirak aide yirsa onesh. Says Rabbi Nachman, the ikar of vodas Hashem is only for yirsa onesh. So how do we understand? A, it could be that the Zohar is making fun of those people who fear the actual affliction, like we were discussing in the beginning. If you fear the actual pain, you fear the actual affliction, and you don't remember that it's God who's doing it, that's disgraceful. But if a person would really fear Kaddish Baruch Hu, who's the one who sends messengers to realign us, so then maybe the Zohar Kaddish wouldn't, wouldn't be uh, so disgraceful. Or wouldn't be so upset at this madrig. And but maybe it's like this. Even if you say no, the, the Zohar Kaddish knows that the Madrig of Yerasonish, but MS is the fear of Kaddish Baruch. So what's it what's it making fun of? What's the Zohar Kaddish saying this is so such a low level? Because the Zohar Kaddish is a safer of Pinimis. You don't learn the Zohar Kaddish unless you're a high, you're at a high level. So a person who's going to learn the Zohar Kaddish, there are higher levels than Yerasonish. It's true, Rabbi Nachman said, there's Yerasaramamus. But just don't trick yourself to be a madrig. You have to be yashar. Don't start to jump. Don't have kvitsa. Kvitsa saderach, right? If you jump too high and you think you're at a higher madrig than you really are, then you're going to come crashing down. But there are higher levels. And the Zohar Kaddush is a safer of the higher levels. So if you're going to learn the Zohar Kaddush, you need to start working on feeling the presence of God in this room. Not just punishments that's so low level. But if we're not there yet, if we're not at the level of the Zohar Kaddush, so don't try to be there. But that's, that could be the explanation why the Zohar puts down that madriga because you really should be higher if you're at that madriga. Right? A person might, you know, if you, have a, if you have a little boy, he's three years old, I saw this marshal, uh, I think from Yaakov Kamenetsky, says a three-year-old gets a little, he gets his first pair of tzitzis. Nice choo-choo train. His yarmulke is a choo-choo train. But if he's 25 years old and he's still wearing the three-year-old tzitzis of the choo-choo train, his yarmulke is a choo-choo train, you got problems. You got to grow up. Your Vodos Hashem has become more mature. Your tefillah has become more mature. So that's so the Zohar Kaddish saying, be more mature. Your whole Vodos Hashem is based on because you might get punished from God. It's true, but come on. There's higher madrigas. Kaddish Baruch whose presence fills the world. We should be to feel that presence from Ritz Hashem.